Hello. We are glad you found us. Please sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to When Life Attacks. If I didn't ride blade on curve, would you still love me? If I'm in my mind at work, would you still love me? Keep it a hundred, I'd rather you trust me than to love me. Keep it a whole one, don't got you, I got nothing. Hey, I got something. We go function, no assumption. Feeling like Tyson with it. Knock it out twice, I'm with it. Only for the night, I'm kidding. Only for life, yeah. Only for life, yeah. Only for life, let's get it. Hit that shoulder. Welcome back to When Life Attacks. This week I am doing something that I have, well, I've never even actually considered doing it because, well, my next guest is both shy. And surprisingly, not a huge fan of the show. I have my wife on this week. Hello, wife. Hello, husband. <laughs> Holly Hamilton, formerly Holly Jameson. Mm-hmm. You didn't. You didn't hyphenate. You didn't no. do Holly Jameson no. Hamilton. No. How come? I didn't. I thought about doing Jameson as my middle name, but that mm-hmm. just sounded weird. Holly Jameson Hamilton. No. Jameson's my middle name, right? No, it just didn't work, and I don't like it when people hyphenate. I feel like they don't truly love their husbands. Do you think it's weird that you, you know, legally get together and you're like, okay, I'm going to take his name? No, mm-mm. I don't. I have always. I, I mean, if you really break it down, obviously, yeah, it's fucked up. Super weird. Totally, it's like possession. <laughs> Very much so. But I don't know. I mean, I went from a good last name, Jameson, to a good last name, Hamilton. So I was really lucky. Yeah, that was helpful. It, yeah. I mean, I definitely probably would have thought about hyphenating it. If the if roles it were, were reversed, I'd be like, Jameson was a solid name to get as a dude. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. I've heard of some tough ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. We... I think I was I talking about this last week with CJ. I can't remember. I don't know. But we were talking about. Uh, I think it was CJ. No, it might have been with the deputy. Might have been with Marcus. We were talking about how you were fine if we didn't get married. Yeah, you were content with it. We had been together seven years, and you weren't. Mm-hmm. Why were you okay with it? Because most chicks are not okay with it. Well, I wasn't okay with it at first. I definitely wanted to get married. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to get married, but. We were together long enough that it was something that you didn't want. You didn't want to get married. And I kind of got to the point where I was like, well, I mean, as long as we're together, that's all that matters. The ring was kind of a thing. Well, Avi. I mean, hello. You wanted the diamond <laughs> ring, for that's sure. That's wonderful. And the taxes, that's kind of nice. There's a bit of a tax break for it, but I am an entrepreneur, so I frequently put us in harm's way with, yes. you know, my oddball ideas where you're the rock, you're the stable rock, you're mm-hmm. the health insurance, the nine to five. Yeah. Um, so I, we kind of, we try to live somewhat separate mm-hmm. because I have businesses I run under my accounts and yeah. we run the family out of your accounts. Right. <clears throat> and so I always thought, well, God, if I get married, maybe she'd be in, you know. Who knows? I, w- I wouldn't want you to get in trouble for 
mm-hmm. or be liable for some stupid thing that I did. So that was part of it. Yeah. Religion yeah. was part of it too. I'm not real religious. Yeah, but I'm not either. And I don't think marriage has to be religious. Well, a lot of people kind of feel that way. No, no. The union of it all, the church. We did, did we, were we married in a church? No, not at all. We were married at Mandalay Bay in their quote unquote chapel. Feels churchy. Well, I mean, it had the aisle. It didn't have anything church. It had no crosses anywhere. How well do you remember our ceremony? Uh, I I remember pretty well. Okay. I I remember going really fast, a lot faster than I thought. I remember it was real awkward when my dad, like, you know, he walked me down the aisle, and then we have weird pictures of him, like, you know, giving you my hand he was just uncomfortable and awkward i still find it's a weird ritual like what is that saying no and i agree i agree it's it's fucking weird but i think like 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 handing over livestock or something here you go (laughs) it's very true take care of it it now i mean when you really break it down it's absolutely like that strange but i mean i don't know it's all tradition bullshit of it but i think people really like and you know the they always say, "Oh, you marry your father and blah blah." That's blah. even more gross. No, you're when you think of it like that, Jesus. I'm quite literal, as you know. I know. I guess you know. Jesus. Once once you merge or melt a weird thought in my head, it's like no, I don't look at you and see my mom. Well, I mean, I know I don't look at you and see my dad. Thank God, because that's fucked up. I'm just saying, like, there are certain qualities that you can see in. I'm, I'm, com- I'm much taller than your father. I am, well, yeah, you are. Yeah. I am completely opposite of your mom, mm-hmm. which is like the complete opposite of her. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. Well, not really. No? No, it's not weird because I don't buy into that I, buy, I marry my mother or my father or any of that shit. I don't, you know. I'm just saying that's what they say. I can tell you that if you were to ask my mom, none of the people I've ever dated have mm-hmm. ever resembled her in any way. You know why? Maybe because you are a lot like her, and I don't think you'd be able to put up with yourself. Could be. You know what I mean? Like, we, we compliment each other really well, I think. So would that mean I married my dad? Because you're nothing like my dad either. Well, no. I don't mean it like like love part. I'm just saying, like, I'm... Uh, we, you know, you're the more. I know. <laughs> I'm the more what? Um, you're louder. <laughs> I am. I'm more outspoken. Yeah, yeah. You're definitely more outspoken than me. Like you don't mind confrontation, and I fucking no. just hate it. Yeah, my I dad doesn't mind. It. Con- That's from my dad, though. My dad is more combative. Yeah, you're right. Your mom. mom your mom. It really takes a lot for your mom to... Yeah, my mom will say things and feel like they're okay to say, even if they're terrible things, yep. but she doesn't necessarily mean it to break out into confrontation, where my dad definitely <laughs> attacks people head on. Not not to get into a fight, but just to be... He, he likes a strong disagreement. He wants to argue with someone. He wants to yeah. have a verbal sparring if he can. You're like that. He likes to negotiate prices too, and I like to do that as well. I hate all of it. Yeah, I like all that. Just it's interesting. It's better than you know to to feign that I like you or that I'm okay paying 
an extra hundred dollars for the lawnmower, what you know, whatever. Well, it is. I just want people to go away. Like, but then you don't get it solved. That's why we're what's married. Solved? That's why we're married. <laughs> yes. Because you want to pick out the couch and I want to barter yes, over Yes, yes. God, I'll buy you your stupid newspaper for $100. Just get off of my stoop. Yeah. That's, the insurance guy we sign? had last week, for instance. Stop. That was so, so uncomfortable. So last week, it was, uh, God, was it Thursday? Wednesday. Wednesday. She tells me she's got a union representative coming over to explain her benefits to her. I was like, oh, that's kind of nice. No, 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 no. That's not what happened. No, that's not what happened. No. it was. I knew it wasn't a union representative. I knew it was an insurance guy trying to sell you more insurance than the free shit that the union gives you. And what they did was telling you, oh, I just need to come out and explain that free life insurance policy that you get. And what they're really trying to do is is have you buy more insurance. I found that out through other people. Tell me there was a possibility he would try to get us to increase our premiums. The way that you made it sound was the insurance company the union provides me with sent a representative out to go through the benefits He's going to try to make us buy more benefits. Right. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, can, I could picture that how that conversation was going to go. Well, <clears throat> do you remember what I told you? You wanted me to get rid of him. Absolutely. Like, see ya, we're not interested, and then I wouldn't have to deal with him at all. Right, right. But you made an appointment with him. I know. <clears throat> and so I felt, you know, well, get him in, get him out. I even told him. When he was in the driveway, I said, if you're coming in, you have 15 minutes because we have a dinner date. So can you get this done in 15 minutes? He said, well, I can get it done in 25. And I said, well, I think we can do that. Let's shoot for 20 minutes. If it takes 25, fine. So I cleared off a spot at the kitchen table. You and he sat down. I was like, do you want me to stay? You gave me the yes, stay eyes. And I'm like, okay, fine, I'll stay. And I picked up a magazine and was reading a magazine, and he opened a laptop and was starting to ask you questions, which I thought him being your insurer, he would already have the answers to these questions. But as he revealed, he was just, I mean, the way he got in the house was, hey, I know a little bit about some free insurance you got. I'm an insurance salesman. Yes. Yes. This made me very unhappy. Well, you were angry from the get-go. You slammed the door in his face. When? Before you invited him in, that's, see, that's an over. That's a you're over. Nope. You're overreacting. You looked at him and said, "Hold on, slam the door." Well, he was trying to come in. I didn't know if you were decent. I was like, "Hold on," and I shut the door. It wasn't a slamming. Uh, you're it making wasn't yourself. An, it wasn't so. a pet detective where he just wings the door at the <laughs> landlord. You know, just shy of his nose. I just shut the door. No, but you could you could tell very much so that you were angry. About the entire thing. Like, it, it was uncomfortable from the get-go. Was I, it? I was in a hurry. Yeah. And I knew the guy had a job, so I sat down politely, and you and he well, were speaking. Mm-hmm. And then when he tried to run a seven- or eight-minute yeah, video commercial for us to watch on his commercial, I, I listened to the first 40 seconds. I'm like, shut it off. I get it. We, we got it. We don't need any videos, yeah. is what you said. Yeah, well, I'm good. <laughs> and he just looked at you. Yeah, no, turn it off. Yeah, <laughs> I told him that. And I said, you can just give me the five points of that in English so we can move this along. And so then he started talking to you about these policies. And all of these policies were like so small 
that they really weren't policies at all. They were just ways to get into the door of our house. That's exactly right. The longer he went on about this and started asking questions like, what was our total household income? And 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 then he said he, we had to watch this other video. It was part of his job. And it was a video to make you feel guilty about whether or not you could pay if somebody died. Yeah. It was telling you about funeral expenses and all that bullshit. And that started to get me mad. And then when he said that he had somebody cremated in a viewing for twenty five grand, I was like, that's total bullshit. It's not even $2,000 to get somebody cremated. And if your funeral home or your church or whatever is going to charge you you know, $24,000 for a viewing. And then he started saying, he started arguing with me about it. And I just, from there, I just stood up and I was like, whatever. And I just went and played on the computer in the same room. But I let him know I was done with the meeting. Yeah, I know. And you left me at the table. Four feet away and from me. And he, he did look at you at one point and said... I'm just trying to do my job. That was early on when he was trying to play the video. I know. It just, that's how awkward it was. I was ready for him to go. I mean, he knew we weren't going to jive. At that point, he wasn't going to win me over. I know, but you know, I, I, I know. And what did you do as you were walking <laughs> oh, to the yeah, door absolutely. with him out of my sight? She's like, I'm sorry. I just grabbed his arm and I was like, I mouthed, I'm Yeah, because you had to walk him out, and you felt like I was being rude. Well, you were. When he told me that if he didn't get to do his appointment with you now, that he was going to come come back. back. Yes. Whether we wanted to meet with him or not. He was being like, well, I'm going to force my way in and go through your benefits with her. Yeah. And then when we got the guilt over whether or not we could pay for the funeral commercial, I was done with him. Well, and then, so you're sitting at the computer, and he's going through all the stuff, you know, for extra benefits and whatever, and instead of saying the monthly price, he was just pointing at it, because I don't think he wanted to say it out loud, to, to you to get a reaction. <laughs> he he was pissed? like, this would be the monthly benefit. It was like $300. What a joke. I knew you would have just freaked out. That's it. Like, okay, let's just fucking do this it was expensive it was in all of those prices were quoted before he looked at any of our medical information before any of our statistics were run through yeah they were already overpriced so yeah that wasn't a bartering situation and we moved him along but it was a great example of how differently we handled things yes you would have sat through all of the commercials Absolutely. you would have heard all of his stuff and you'd have looked at him and said ah can i think about it yeah and moved him along after two hours for sure i cut right to the chase i know but you kind of are forcefully rude. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. I start pleasantly. Not with this guy. I think you were instantly pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Life insurance brings that out of me. That could be true. Yeah. That could be true. I mean, it wasn't like you were a total dick, but you could definitely tell that he was not necessarily welcome. You know, that wasn't the only instance this week in which I was forward. I went with uh, Scott Angus who a lot of lifers know he goes to Comic-Con or reports on Comic-Con for us. He fills in for Travis a lot. He and Cheese. And so uh, he's also my brother-in-law, married to my kid sister. Yeah. And we decided we would go see, uh, which oddly enough, my kid sister, your best friend. Yeah. We decided we'd go see the Strangers sequel, Strangers Pray at Night. Yeah. And we got tickets. It was Friday night. It was a late showing. It was like a 9.55 showing. And uh, we went after a family dinner of some type. I don't know what we were doing. Did we go out for dinner? No, or? it was, yeah, it was. 
It was just, it was he, Alex, and their son, and then you and I. Yeah. And we'd invited more people, but they decided they didn't want to go or whatever. And we ended up, anyway, we had dinner and we got done with dinner early and there was time to kill. Right. So I went to the, I thought I would be nice. And I went to the theater and I bought tickets ahead. And ju- I mean, the, the, the ink wasn't even done cooling off on the thermal transfer movie ticket when I get a text from Scott saying I already bought tickets. Oh, shut up. I was like, ah, shit. So the way that this theater is, it's all automated up front when you buy the tickets. And then when you go to the candy counter, that's the only interaction you have when you talk to somebody. So if you want a refund while all these people are waiting for the popcorn, you've got to tell the kid that the tickets are wrong. He's got to go track down a manager. You hold up the whole line and register. It was miserable. And so Scotty said, well, why don't you grab a couple pops for us and... Uh, you know, we'll call it even. I was like, all right, that's fine. So I waited upstairs. This is the newer version of the classic theater where you actually go up to another level and they have a bar and couches and TVs and places you can eat and hang out. The theater's turned into a totally different experience than it was. So if you're located in a different part of the country, I thought I might point that out, like how I was. I mean, I was totally content, right? I was in a good mood. I think I was even sitting on a leather couch. It wasn't like it was just some bench. I was... I was tucked away. He arrives. We decide, you know, we're going to go to the theater. And we, he's got, we're, the, the, the new style of, of movie theater only has about seven or eight rows of chairs because they're all reclining and, you know, they're roomy and. Badass. Most people, <laughs> most people know what I'm talking about. But if you don't, I'm just trying to paint the picture. Well, Scotty buys p- uh, seats for us one row from the very top or the, the last back? row. Yeah. And we're on the end, so we're seats one and two, right on the aisle. And there's a space in between us and a young couple sitting to the right of us. And there's a space or seat open between them. And there's a group of, I don't know, five or seven people, right? And uh, during the, before the movie starts, but during commercials, they're talking and they're talking loud and they're giggly and they're whatever. No problem. I kind of like it when people don't talk through the previews because I kind of I like the previews, right. but I still don't think it's bad manners to talk through the previews. It's uh, iffy. Yeah. It's iffy. Yeah. Depends on how the theater it does the theater dim. I feel like once yeah. it goes dark, you should shut up. Yeah, totally. At well, this theater, it stayed it stayed light. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like watching the previews, so I like it when people shut up. And it has gotten to be. It was to a point in the old school theaters where you didn't want to go to a movie at all because you were so bothered by people. You have kind yeah. of a couple ticks. Yeah, for sure. You can hear people crunching popcorn yeah. and eating it. Like, like It pisses me off. I can't handle it. <laughs> like my dad, I've said this before, he likes to take the popcorn, take a full handful of it, place the bottom edge of his palm on his chin and kind of like, Feed sack, uh, consume shovels. It. Yeah, shovels. Literally shovels it into his mouth in one. Yeah, it's loud. It's aggressive, and it gets all over him. And I just can't fucking handle it. Right. If I you can't. sit right next to him, it's more. Yes. It's all you can hear. Who are the people that I told you that I cannot sit next to in a movie? You also can't sit next to my kid sister and her husband. Oh, terrible! Because they talk fucking a lot. terrible. Yeah. Bitch, get out the room. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, there's a lot of talking, a lot of lots, questions. Yes, and lots of talking. 
And, and she likes to hand po- she likes to be busy during the movie, so she hands things out to other family members. Can you pass this down? Can you do this? Yeah, it's a lot of work to sit next to Alex. It, if it's totally. a big event. Totally, yeah. well, your mom too, though. Yeah, she like she all likes, of a sudden there's a bag yeah. of food in your face here. Yeah, she's being nice, right? But it it does take you out of the moment if you're really into the movie, right? I grew up in this atmosphere, so it's totally normal for me. Yeah. Uh, with Chuck, though, yeah, he is that he's really tough because he terrible. chews with his mouth open, and he actually has a. Uh, it's not an, an adductor; it's a, not an adenoid, but he's got a, a sinus, uh, some issue with his his nose where he can't get full air throw. I don't believe blow it. Through his nose. I don't fucking believe it. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Rude. So it makes it difficult for him to breathe when he eats. So he tends to eat with his mouth open, and a lot of people are completely grossed out by it. But it's actually a condition. It, it, that is such horse shit. I'm telling you, I'm telling <laughs> it's you, not he's, a he's, condition. He's seen a specialist about it. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, sorry. anyway, sorry. Keep so, going with your story. Uh, they're loud through the previews, and then there's those three preliminary. Videos that aren't previews, but they're uh, turn your phone off, yeah. please be quiet, turn any devices that produce light off, enjoy the movie, and then you get sort of the you know the 20th Century Fox screen or whatever, and then the music starts. Now, when the music starts, if it's credits, you can kind of be whisper loud, mm. but even that, I'm, I'm just I'm talking in the strictest right. sense. All right, yeah, okay. Be, these right. these guys aren't. They're laughing. They're yelling. They're talking so loud that people in the front of the theater can 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 hear them. And I look over at Scott, and Scott's just like, "What are they doing?" I just you know, he's because that's Scott. He, yeah, he's, he's not. He and I are a little different. Yeah, he's kind of like quietly annoyed, but can kind of ignore things. Yeah, he you could say Scott's nicer than I am for sure. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for sure. I I I gave Scott. A much different body language. I looked at him like, what the fuck? Right? And so this this lasts for another... It felt like five minutes, but could have been a minute. It felt longer than it was. <laughs> all right, all right. And I gave the look. But I was blocked by the people to my right, and they were all of a sudden kind of on their phone and kind of whispering loudly between the two of them. I didn't know if they were condoning the behavior or what was going on there. So then I leaned forward... And caught one of the seven people's eyes like, hello, be quiet, lean back. And there was a loud scene in the movie, so you couldn't really hear them. But then it got quiet again. Very loud. They're being very loud, very, oh, God, I'm scared too, blah, blah. But not not, not whisper loud, like yeah. talking loudly over the movie. I would have fucking killed them. And I looked at Scott again, and Scott just rolled his eyes, but kept you know eating popcorn and watching the movie. And all of a sudden, we were in kind of an intense part of the movie, and now we're quite a bit of ways in the movie, and they've been talking loud this whole time. And I don't know exactly what I said, but I said something very loudly towards them. I think it was try whispering. I think that's what I said. But the whole, but it, I was when I intended to say it, there was a certain volume to the movie. But the volume just dropped off when I decided to speak up. So the entire theater heard me tell them to shut up, right? And because they were loud, the rest of the theater was kind of loud too. After the moment where I was like, try whispering, the rest of the theater was dead quiet for the rest of the movie. I feel like there's, like, if we got Scott in here, there would be a little bit more to your tone. 
Maybe. That you that you probably had with these people. Right. It was both boys and girls. I, yeah. I, I, granted, the loudest was a female, but they they were all talking. They were all like as if they were at a driving in their own car. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit, and I fucking hate those people. So I was I was I was you know I was forward about it. I think the other sixty people in the theater were like, "Thank you." If they knew my name, they would have been like, "Thank you, Jim. That was very kind of you." Well, I always think the people that do that, but they're not in my group. Mm-hmm. Like when the old man above was like, hey, shut up. I'm like, fucking sweet, dude. Thank you. But when it's you, I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. You mean when I speak up for people? Because <laughs> you feel like I do it in such a way where we're going to be harmed. Yeah, we're going to get shot. Yeah, we're shot definitely going to get be shot. a fight or something. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think that, I mean, people are fucking crazy. Well, you do work. We'll yes. talk about where you work in a little bit. Most most people listen to the show know you already know, but the movie I went and saw was The Strangers Pray, and I just said that earlier. Uh, the original Strangers, I tried to get you to go see it. In yeah. fact, we did a Christmas card. We did. And the Christmas card had, uh, it kind of had our both of our legs and feet like at a movie. Yep. And you could see the movie screen. And, and just I, our feet. Yep. And I on the screen, I put us in our Strangers. I was the bag head and you were the brunette plastic face girl. Yeah. I don't know what the I don't names know. the characters yeah, I don't are, either. but... We went as as those two characters for Halloween, and we put that on the movie screen, and we made that our Christmas card. Right. But you wouldn't go see the movie. No. The original uh, had Liv Tyler in it. You know, she's you know Steven Tyler's daughter. She's been in tons of stuff. You probably remember her from Armageddon. Um, then her male counterpart was uh, Scott Speedman. Yeah, well, I can't picture his face though. He was the half lichen, half vampire Michael Corvin. Oh, from yeah. From Underworld. Right, yeah, yeah, Kate yeah. Kate Beckinsale's love interest. Okay, now I picture him. Sure. He's also in Felicity. But he and Liv were the victims of the first movie. And the second movie, we follow the murderers, not those two characters. So we got a whole new cast. That being said, the first movie was directed and written by uh, Brian Bertino. And this new movie, I guess he had written a story for this new movie, but didn't do the screenplay, and he stepped away from directing it, which is always a bad sign. Mm-hmm. The same thing's going to happen with Pacific Rim. Uh, Pacific Rim, the first one was shit. Uh, it was shit. Guillermo del Toro, who is obviously an Oscar winner, who wrote uh, it and directed it, terrible. made a cool movie. If you're into those kinds of movies. I laughed hysterically at that I movie. Know, that I couldn't even fucking finish it without laughing. It was a joke. And it, now Pacific Rim 2, God, I almost fucking died. Well, this has a different guy behind that. And Maybe it'll uh, be better. It, but just like the Pacific, I don't know. Okay, my bad. My bad if anybody likes it. It's shit, though. Probably most of our male listeners like it. Oh, it's really? It's big robots fighting. It's pretty cool. It's not It's not just, I mean, it, the whole goddamn thing is terrible. It, it's not necessarily robots or any of that, because there's some good robot movies that I like. Can't name one right now, but... Did you like The Terminator? Fuck yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? I hated the first one. That's insane. So you I lost did. all credibility with listening. No, but listen, I was born the year that that came out. Mm-hmm. I remember when that came out. So Good. it just felt really old to me. Feels really old to me. Oh, so you prefer T2? Yes, T2. The Terminators after that were all terrible. 
Yeah, T2 is like the only one that I dug. The first one, it it just was too 80s. and Transformers? Do you like Transformers movies? Yeah, I do, actually. I do like the Transformers. Mostly those suck. Oh, well, they're fun. Yeah. I mean, I guess I've only seen... I haven't seen all of them, though. Because you stopped going to the movies. Yeah, I did. About uh, five years ago. No, not that long ago. Not that long ago. I think you'd be surprised. Okay, anyway. Because we've lived at our current house for how long? Seven years? Yeah, I feel Almost like it, seven years. I feel like it dropped off a little bit before we moved in here. No, not before we moved in here. See, we're married. We, we agreed to this. <laughs> anyway, uh, because she didn't like the crowds, she didn't like you know, all of her tics in the theater, mm-hmm. she didn't like being rushed. We'd had a couple of instances where I had spoken up to people and she didn't like that. We'd also had a few movie theaters that were in the middle of getting conversions, so the popcorn was bad. Right. The, the sound was screwed. Yeah. The, yeah, there was... And it's been kind of a turnoff to you, the recliner seat, because people come, you know, couples, teenage couples come in with blankets, mm-hmm. and they're clearly fooling around. I do like the leather, though, better than the cloth, because I feel like the cloth is going to hold on to more fleas and lice. <laughs> You know, things yeah. like that. Like, I won't go to the movies without wearing a hooded sweatshirt so I can put my hood up in the middle of the movie and feel okay that I'm probably not going to get lice. Because you watch those stupid TLC shows where Absolutely. it's like where the people shave their head and still can't get rid of the lice. Yeah. Like, like extreme and then, forms of it. And you've yeah. taken that on as some Medication sort of thing. for years and yeah, just from going to a crazy fucking movie. It's crazy. But you you didn't go, but that's not the reason why you didn't go to The Strangers. You didn't go no. to The Strangers because I showed you the movie poster and described to you roughly the plot, and it created nightmares for you. That was in the old house. That was when we lived in Lakeville. Mm-hmm. And I remember we got out of a movie, and we saw the poster for Strangers. Mm-hmm. And you were telling me about it on the way home, and I just hated the poster. There was something about that poster that just freaked me out. And I remember... We got home, and before I'd go upstairs, because I, I have always gone to bed earlier than you, I made you go check up, check out underneath the bed before I went upstairs to go to bed. Right, and this is someone in their late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, was, it was terrible. I hated the poster. It scared the shit out of me. It just felt so real. Like, it was like, I don't know, and I, I think my job has made me really look at people in such a different way that... Even though it seems unrealistic, it's pretty fucking real. It's too real. Right. It's too real for me. Uh, however, you have caught little portions of it. During Halloween one year, when we dressed up like them, I put it on, and you saw you saw some scenes in the movie. I did. And what did you think? It was terrifying. It was terrifying. It, it was terrifying. What was, the, what was the little catchphrase or whatever it was? Because you were home. Yep. Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> That's so fucking real. I'm not okay with that yeah. at all. No. Because it's so true. Like, it makes me want to go and just load my gun and just sit in the corner and wait for the intruder. Kind of. And I think about yeah. it all the time, like, okay, if they come in this door, how am I going to get upstairs to the safe? You'll you know? never make it. I, well, I know. 
You'll never make it. I'm so, fucked unless I carry it around with me. I told this, I've said this to many people. If someone thinks about getting into your home, even if it's dead bolted and locked, there really doesn't take very much effort at oh, all. Oh yeah, to get I agree. Right in your door mm-hmm. and deal with you. Well, in the in the first strangers, how, how did they get in? They weren't. A, they didn't know how they got in. They didn't even think they were in. Oh, fuck that. So I might spoil this. If you have not seen The Strangers, you might want to stop and pick us back up in about 15 minutes because I'm going to talk about the original movie and I'm going to talk about the sequel. So in the original movie with Liv Tyler and Brian, uh, excuse me, Scott Spedman, Speedman, Spedman, they were leaving a wedding reception, stopped at their family's cabin off-season, and uh, we're just going to spend the night, and they weren't getting along. And some stranger comes up to the door because they see the light on, rings the doorbell, asks if some person that doesn't live there is there. She's like, no, they're not. And then they're still arguing about who's going to do what, and then the fucking same girl comes back to the door and repeats the whole process. Is so-and-so there? She's like, (sighs) are you okay? Fuck. And the girl just turns around and walks away, and it's like, oh, that's weird. Well... They're, like I said, they're out in the boonies, so their cell phones don't work. It's off season, so they, you know, they have power. They don't have cable. They don't have a lot of food in the house. He decides he's going to go get some food. And I'm already freaked out. And while he's gone, the start they start knocking on the door and pounding on the window super hard and just start messing with her. And she's like trying to get a hold of him. And then he comes back home and he's like, are you all right? And she's like, I'm telling you, there's, there's people here. There's this and that. Okay. So wait, I just have to, I'm looking out the, our back window right now and it's fucking dark and I'm freaking out. <laughs> it, 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 they paint a scary picture. It was great that way. Mm-hmm. It was great. It, I'm sure. It brought you to the edge of your seat. And the couple is trying to fight back. And what I liked about the first one is they were actively trying to fight back. Right. In a lot of horror movies, people just act like lambs and yes. fight or flight and they run and they don't fight back. Yeah. Which pisses me off. They try to fight back. They make some mistakes, which makes them apprehensive. And they sort of deal with the fact that when you decide you're going to pull the trigger and kill somebody, even in defense, you're worried about defending yourself. You're worried because you're going to kill somebody. There's repercussions in our society about killing somebody. If somebody's doing that to me in my house, I don't fucking I see ya. I know. See ya later. But most people have been conditioned to be like, well, we don't kill people. So even when you have somebody attacking, you try to exhaust every other alternative. Are you sure? And in this movie, the original movie, it doesn't bode well. Yeah. The couple dies. The killers get away. This is, is I mean, it feels like a sequel. Um they're using so there's a there's two girls in the original that both wear plastic masks. One has brown hair, one has blonde hair, and they're like the painted eighties yeah. kind of costume masks. And then the male killer Ugh. wears like an old russet potato sack potato with sack. little hot holes like, for eyes, holes for eyes, and then a, like a little marker of a smiley face where his mouth would be. Yeah. He's dressed in a suit and tie. <clears throat> those were the uh, the killers in the original. And in the sequel, it seems like they're now popular icons or personas for people that want to conduct this killing. They, they don't ever tell you it's the same people. It's just sort of the same killing configuration. But they're not, they're not wearing the same... They're wearing exactly the same things and exactly the same clothes, but they never make you feel like they're the same people. Okay. They just make you feel... 
<clears throat> the end of the first one, they drive around in an old pickup. In this movie, there's an old pickup, so there are some similar. some things that are similar. But they were written by different people. They were directed by different people. I have a question. Did they really say you picked the wrong trailer? No. Oh, that was in a. <laughs> no, that, in the, it was one like of a, the trailers. No, it was like a trailer park. Yeah, somebody edited picked the that wrong out. trailer, bitch. What they what they're doing is in this film, it's a family of four, not a couple, and they're taking their daughter to uh, some sort of reform school because she's a pain in the ass. So not a trailer park, and it's a an older brother with his younger sister and a mom and a dad, okay. and they stop at a like out of the way uh it is a trailer park but it's more like a like, like a one of the campground yes kind of a mobile or mobile campground okay the, the grandparents, not like a mobile home the grandparents have turned a to renting out these mobile homes on this campground gotcha. and it's off season all right and when we first see the campgrounds we see the grandfather and the grandmother are murdered we don't know when, but we watch these two old people get murdered, and then the family stops at the midway point at this cabin, and when they go inside, it's there's a note that says, uh, you have cabin, whatever, whatever, here are the keys to it, we'll see you in the morning. So they're like, okay, it's late, they go to this cabin, and... Uh, the movie starts with a girl knocking on the door, asking for a stranger, and Ick. then she comes back and does the same thing. Yuck. Same girl? I mean, same yeah, with same a mask. Same person twice. And you can't tell because there's no light on the porch, just a, Ick. a dark face. I'm good. Uh, there are many opportunities for these guys to fight back. And I think the reason why it did so poorly and why it scored so poorly in my mind was that they never... You know, it was it was weakness all the way through. But don't you feel like a lot of horror movies and thrillers we say that about? I mean, we say that a lot. We're like, bitch, get out the room. Like, what are you doing? There's, there's, so there's stupidity in the room, right? There's that sort of stupid victim. I'm by myself. I'm the stupid girl at the campground who's decided to go leave her group, even though two people have been killed. You know, there's that type of horror movie move. And then there's some sick fucker stabbed my mom. Like if somebody stabbed and killed my mom, I wouldn't be running around the trailer park. They better be running from me. There's You coming to kill, thank you. You saved me years of my life stalking you. I, I'm happy that you're in front of me because I, I'm so happy to have the, the moment to kill you and the psycho girls you're with. I think that that's what's frustrating about this movie. The killers were outnumbered from the start. Many times the killers found themselves outmanned and outnumbered when there were opportunities for these people to shoot them, kill them, or stab them. None of those opportunities are, are ever taken advantage of. And from, from that standpoint, that's where it was disappointing because it seemed very unrealistic that you would, you would find yourself in this position. Um, I... It was, it was, I, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. I thought IMDb was right. They gave it a five, nine. I thought that was about right. It's about a five. Well, it sounds fucking terrible. I wouldn't even give it that much. You'd be scared the whole time. I'm sure I would, but it's more because of the jump scares. The jump. Yeah. It's more of that shit. But I mean, if it's like with it, mm-hmm. 
you know, it was more that jump, which scared the shit out of me. I was also scarred by the first one because I was super young when I saw it with my cousins and freaked me out. But, you know, then once you look at the, the, the it one after the movie was done, it was like, well, fuck. Yeah, it's was if, you, if you watched it again, it wouldn't be scary at all. To no, me. exactly. Because it's, it's that jump factor, the, the unknown. Yeah, the movie was well acted. I didn't think that there was poor acting at all through it. I just thought, well, but like it was poor. It was a poor script. But like Halloween, people are gonna hate me, and I know you hate me for it. But it's not a great movie, and there are parts through all of them where I'm just like, the fuck are you doing? Yeah. The original Halloween where it's a little kid and all that was pretty crazy. No, well, like, yeah, well, when he comes in the house, he walks fucking slow as Hall- shit. Halloween 2, you're talking about Halloween 2 where Which, he escapes from the mental institute. Yeah. He's like going yeah. after everybody in the town and that was and kind what's of her face? unfulfilling. Jamie Lee Curtis, he comes after her when she's babysitting the little boy or something across the street and, oh, fuck, the whole time I just thought, what are you doing? It, I just couldn't handle it. That was just too much for me. I'm going whenever house there's, to house. Whenever and, there's modern conveniences where a person can make a phone call or a person can quickly alert a yeah. neighbor, you feel you you well, t- you tend to feel like because you're watching it from the outside that those things are available. But if you think about it right now, somebody started breaking that window. How quickly could you get over to our neighbor's house and get help before you were murdered? You right. probably wouldn't. But then that, that kind of goes back to then the movie, The Second Strangers, because, mm-hmm. yeah, we can look at it saying, well, why aren't you doing this, this, and this? You know, you're looking in from the outside. It's the same, same what you just said. I, th- I think the difference, the, the difference to me is simple. When... Uh, Michael Myers is terrorizing her. She's by herself, so it's a woman against a, a psycho male who moves really who slow, could physically dominate her, and 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 uh, she doesn't know where he's coming from, so she doesn't even know where to formulate a defense, and she makes dumb moves. So that's one horror movie circumstance. If a if a girl, uh, you know, if a hundred and twenty pound girl came in. And it was you and Alex sitting here, and she had a butcher knife. Would you guys just start screaming and run upstairs? Probably. <laughs> well, and the only reason I say that is, you know, at work, uh, they had um, they had some of the deputies kind of teach our office, like, self-defense training and that kind of thing. And we all went outside, and I, I remember one of the instructors going through everything, and, okay, this is what you're going to do if they sneak up, and blah, 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 and... Two seconds later, I turn around and one of the instructors is like sneaking up on me. I instantly started screaming and go down to a fetal position <laughs> after he just told me exactly what I need to do in those circumstances because it literally scared the shit out of me because I wasn't expecting him to be there. So, yeah. I mean, you can say that, oh, yeah, this is what I would do, but, let's, you know. Let's say, let's let's for argument's sake, let's say that that's what happened. You You ran... You get killed, Alex runs away, and she finds uh, myself and my other brother, or Scott, her husband, and myself. Yeah. And you were just murdered. Yeah. I'm not not going to go in the basement. I'm going to go kill the bitch who just killed you. Well, I mean, that's awesome. I really appreciate that. 
because I would expect you to do that in the long run anyway. Like you avenge, yeah, I'll hunt them avenge down eventually, eventually. their families, right. their animals. We'll go Cuban on it. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. You will avenge my death. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if nobody came back down to see me. I mean, I would want you to get out. Yeah, I'm not a get out guy. That's what I was saying in the whole movie. When there's all the, whenever there was a situation where it was two on one, there's a situation where he, the girl has stabbed his sister in the leg and he has a loaded gun to her head and he could end one of the three problems. He knows there's more than one and he decides not to and then to run. Yeah, that's fucked up. Well, you, are you well, stupid? That's, we can say retarded, can't we? <clears throat> Alex prefers if I don't, but I tend to say it a lot. Oh, I say it a lot too. Sorry, Alex. It's, it's, it's a bad habit. I, know. I don't mean it like against any handicapped well, no. people. I just mean stupid no. people. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Anyway, yeah, that was frustrating from that that standpoint. I didn't. I didn't enjoy that. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay, so I don't know how many married couples have this rift between them, but we don't agree at all when it comes to coffee. <laughs> I thought I wasn't sure where you were going with that. I was like, "Oh, where are we going?" Even if we go, if it's if even if it's to go out for coffee, yeah, you prefer Starbucks. Starbucks, I prefer caribou. Yeah, caribou shit. I prefer a sweet kind of creamy coffee. You mm. like battery acid? No, you do not prefer sweet. You want sugar and a little bit of coffee. I just don't want to taste the coffee. I really just Which want is, a hot chocolate. That's a sugar-free so hot chocolate. Fucked up. I don't want to With taste caffeine. the coffee. It's really strange. Like, I want it to taste like coffee. No, you want it to taste like burnt coffee. No, burnt, just coffee. strong. Starbucks just, is burnt bitter coffee. No, it's not. Yeah. Just strong. Give me a jolt. And what's the appeal? We have coffee. So let me, let me just give, not, let me not give Starbucks. The, the listeners a, a feeling for this. We have two separate coffee makers because she won't. She doesn't even want to attempt to taste the hazelnut Puke. vanilla concoction. No, I, I can't have. have any flavors. So we have two coffee makers on our counter. Yes. We have a Revo, which is a type of Keurig that makes espresso. Yes. Because she was, wants to make her own espresso. Right. Then we went to a different kind of a machine in between the Revo and the espresso. No, 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 no. I had the I had the regular Keurig that did the coffee, and then I went to the Revo, which was the espresso. We had a Keurig. Then so we went from a coffee machine. No, I'm sorry. We went from a Keurig to a Revo back to a coffee machine. Now we have a six hundred dollar espresso machine. Is that how much it was? Yeah, six hundred ninety nine dollars. All right. So it grinds, it steams. Does it's got the big heavy pressure mechanism? It's real. It's It's it's, a real. Yeah. Espresso machine. Right. It's fucking awesome. So at any given time, we have four different coffee makers right. out on our countertops. Yeah. Because we just can't come together on it at all. Well, right. And you still would prefer to go to Starbucks. Yeah. You know, part of it is that I don't have to make it. It's convenient. I really like that. I don't like. I don't want to have to worry about it. I know it's going to taste good. Mm-hmm. For the most part, it's always going to taste it's good. It's also $6. It's not six dollars. It's five twenty-five. Yeah, that's six dollars. But and that's for a large, excuse me, a venti, which is twenty ounces. I didn't want to pay five dollars for a pack of cigarettes. You'll pay five twenty-five for coffee. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. It tastes so good. F- Infuriating. There is something about their coffee. I think they put something in it. 
caffeine? No, no, no. There's just there's something about it that I just love the taste of it. I think that they have taken the sugar and the caffeine and programmed the addictive part of your personality to have mm. girls in their Ugg boots just lining up at all hours of the day. I don't have Ugg boots, okay? Well, that's the picture that we are all thinking. Listen, of. and that's not true because I'll have I'll have a regular coffee with just a little bit of sugar and a little bit of cream. It's fucking amazing. It's terrible. It's terrible. Starbucks coffee is terrible. No, is it the fact that you can tell other girls what to do? Because no. for the most part, it's manned by women, and you're just like, I want it this way. Even the order. I want a caramel macchiato, but I don't want a normal caramel macchiato. I want a caramel macchiato with whole milk. And I don't want just one of the whole milk. I want the caramel macchiato to be upside down. And can I get extra caramel with that? And can I just exhausting? It's so many different bullshit details to just a simple beverage. I can barely handle it. No, it has nothing to do with that because there are guy baristas that make my coffee. It has nothing to do with telling people what to do. I actually feel bad when I when I have my order. I feel bad when that's why I make you say it across if I'm driving, I'll make you say it on the speaker because it's so embarrassing. I know, you know, there was a gal at work who we rode together to some training, I think out in Burnsville and I made her stop at Starbucks before. And so I, I said, "Let me just I'll I'll say my order." And she say was your order. she was driving. <laughs> Say your order. I'll order first. I'll have a mocha to Splenda. That's not what you have. Yeah, I have a mocha to Splenda. I'll have a mocha with half hot chocolate. They they always get that half wrong. half coffee, two Splenda, whipped cream, and some caramel on top. No, 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 no. That sounds <laughs> gross. What I'll ask them for is I'll say I started off at Starbucks saying, "Can I have a hot chocolate?" But I only want half of it to be the hot chocolate. Fill the rest of it up with blonde coffee. Yeah, and, then say, and they fucked it up whip? all the time. And I'll say sure, and it would range in price from two bucks to seven dollars. So I just got tired of it. So I just started ordering a mocha with right. Splenda. Right. What do you order? Which is basically what you. I mean, that's basically what you're. That's what they tell me, but it is. Go it's ahead. very close. Uh, I have a venti iced caramel macchiato with whole milk upside down and ristretto shots. <laughs> Jesus, what does that mean? What are you actually looking for? You have a glass of ice. Mm-hmm. With what in it? With uh, I think it's three sh- three shots of espresso. Holy shit! Milk, ice, vanilla, vanilla like um, not sugar. Vill- yeah, thank you. V- vanilla syrup, um, caramel on top. The ristretto is the way that they brew the shots, I guess. And I I. I was online when I got when you got me the espresso machine. And I was looking up all the different things that you can do, and I just happened to come across this ristretto. So I'm like, "Ooh, I'm going to try that." So I tried it, and it's amazing. And it takes a lot of that bitterness out of the coffee, which is hard to do with Starbucks. It just makes it a lot more um, kind of sweeter, maybe. So, at what point do you just park the car and run to work after three shots of espresso? It's actually, you know what? I, I finish it probably eleven o'clock. Like I don't so much. You know, so from seven thirty to eleven. It's really not that much. You know, there's in a, in a cup of coffee, there's more caffeine than an, a, a, an espresso shot. That's what they say. Yeah, facts. That's what they say. Right? Isn't it facts? Science? Science. The more, the more you roast a coffee bean, the less caffeine it has. I did so, not know that. And uh, espresso is made with, an, with a fairly dark roasted coffee yeah. bean. So, so the good. lighter or more blonde the coffee, the more caffeine. Got it. 
I tend to like a blonde coffee, so I like a lot of caffeine with a little chocolate and a lot and of sugar. And a lot of flavoring. <clears throat> I can't fucking what, handle it. Whatever can take that awful coffee taste away. Yeah, I'm really know. just looking for the caffeine. I remember when you first started drinking coffee, which was my fault, and I came home. He, was, he always drank Mountain Dew or Diet Mountain Dew, whatever, and he never drank coffee. And I remember coming home and you had like a whole pot of coffee. And you're like, did the laundry? Do you need anything else? I'm going to you know, yeah. clean the oven later and blah, blah, blah. And just going, I was like, sweet. Yeah. I OD'd on caffeine. <laughs> you really did. I could actually feel my heart beating. I know. But yeah. then you were addicted to it and you have been ever since. And yeah, that was I when have, we lived at, in Highland. I have coffee every morning. Yeah. But I don't have it usually throughout the day. I just have it in the morning I, with my breakfast. I, well, it. me too. Me too. I mean, I can't have it past noon at all. I won't have any more than just my caramel macchiato. I feel like when we get out for lunch, you like to have a macchiato about 12.30, well, we, But the weekends are different. I just I don't do it because I don't want to. We've gone for multiple macchiatos in, in a Saturday. No, 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 no. I, I've only, like the most I'll ever have is two, and that's a lot. Yeah, like, that's a like lot. 40 ounces of coffee. I know. Only truckers drink like that. I don't, uh, but it's not a. It's not a problem. It's not a. It's not an every weekend thing. I mean, no. I can't remember the last time I had two in That's a day. That's because the weekends come and you've been surviving on nothing but espresso shots. So then Friday night comes and you'll sleep almost the entire I know. Saturday. I know because you are going through the caffeine withdrawal and your body's getting much needed rest. I know, and I'm waking up with headaches and shit. That's killing me maybe, on the weekends. Maybe back down. Maybe go to a. What is the maybe bullshit size for medium? They can't just Grande. be small or medium. <laughs> Do you remind me? What, what movie is that again? Uh, uh, Step Brothers. No. Uh, the one with Paul Rudd. Uh, yeah. 20. Role models. Ven- role models, yeah. yeah. 20. 20. Is that true? It's bullshit. It should just be small, medium, or large. You're, I, I'm you're not, dumb in three languages. Yes. <laughs> it does frustrate me. Your job, and I've told people your job before, you are a senior court clerk for a Minnesota county. Yes. And what does that mean? What does that mean that you do? What's your job? Sort of the liaison between the public and the courts. You keep a formal record, right, of what happens to the court. That isn't necessarily like the uh, transcriber that takes down every word spoken, but... You make sure the agreements and the orders that are going back and forth are taken care of, plus you're dealing with communication between the general public, the lawyers, the judges, right, the jail. Yep. You coordinate the courtroom. Court, yes. That courtroom is my courtroom. What would surprise our listeners about what you've learned from your job? That people are fucking disgusting. <laughs> Most people are fucking gross. What do you mean? You know, I just remember... Alex telling me a story one time and she was like, did you see that, that guy who, you know, Alex is my sister. Yeah. So my kid's sister. Did you see the guy who, you know, molested that two year old in Hastings and it was something like that. And I was, I was kind of not affected by it. And I said, yeah. And she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, do you know how many People touch two-year-olds that don't make the news. It's it's a fucking daily thing that people are fucking gross. And I don't think that people understand how sick people really are and how crazy people are. You get a lot of lot of DWIs, a lot. I think I think people don't understand how many people actually have DWIs. That's amazing to me. How many people have DWIs? 
mm-hmm. and multiple DWIs. That's right. crazy. Well, they've gotten it down to the point where if you have two beers and they get the timing right, you're screwed. Well, I mean, I don't. Especially I disagree. depending on the size of the beer, you have two twenty ounce beers, and you they, shouldn't be drinking if you're drinking two twenty ounce beers, or you shouldn't be driving if you're drinking two twenty ounce beers. Yes. You ever seen the Parks and Rec where Ron Swanson is being held up, and uh, she won't let him drive? No. Uh, and uh, she sits on his car, and so the next day he comes in and he's built. God, I can't remember what he built. Whether it was a. A chessboard or a cheat. No, he, bought, he fucking built a harp. He built and finished a harp while finishing an entire bottle of brandy to show Leslie Nope that people handle their alcohol differently and that he didn't need to be looked after in such a manner. It's a TV show. Right. A lot of people don't react to alcohol the same way. I disagree. A lot of people handle alcohol much differently. Some people actually, and I know how pro-chick you are. Mm-hmm. They say girls don't react very well or as well as men do to high levels of alcohol. They tend to show it more quickly. I disagree. So these are medical facts. I, I, show me. Why do I, I have... We're, 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 what yeah, do you mean well, show Because I could say that. You know what? Facts. It's actually on Reddit today, so you can look it up yourself. I shouldn't have to. I'm not going to produce it for you. <laughs> Why? If you're going to, if you're going to say they're facts. Well, they're they're. Uh, you know, and it and, and fact is probably. I mean, if you were if since since we challenge things that are facts, th- this has been a medical finding. I should call it. It, it. You know what? Because women tend to be, their weight tends to be lighter than men. That could be yeah. very possible. Sure, but I don't think it's because because we're actually women. Do attorneys get you out of DWIs? No. No. Nope. Do judges have well, a huge amount of leeway when it comes to common crimes, or is it basically no. just running the playbook as the, carrying forward the way that law is usually handled? Right. They're making sure the law is being followed. So they're making sure that, you know, the prosecutors aren't taking advantage and that they're following the, the laws and how it's written. And the defense attorneys is there the same way, and it's it's basically they're 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 the middleman. They're they're making sure that the laws are being followed. Ballpark it for me. In the average week, mm-hmm. how many sex related trials or or things? Well, you know what I mean? Sex related crimes occur. That's you know. Would you guess in our little county? That's tough because. I'm not going to hold your feet to it. Just you know. No, I know. If but you're within he, five, it's fair. It's kind of it, it. Kind of goes in waves where all of a sudden you'll see like Thanksgiving. All of a sudden, it no. comes out a lot of uncles were no. touching more than the turkey or what? No, no, no. It, it, it's it's kind of we all kind of joke because it's we always ask when there's a when the moon is when the full moon that's is gross, right? It's true. People go crazy. And I'm not saying that that's when we normally see. I'm just I'm just giving an example where it's like all of a sudden we'll get waves of certain things. Are you there know? less than a hundred in a year? Rapes, well, okay, so you're talking. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different types of sex crimes. There's Courtner, just generalize it. Well, they don't because care. you've got you've the got listening people don't care. Well, you've got well. Then why aren't we talking about it? They don't care about the the individual acts. I'm asking. Well, they do, should. Do they care? You know, is it molesting children? Is it raping women? Is it you know 
where because a sex criminal is a sex criminal, and you were saying that mm. you'd be surprised how many people yeah. are gross. Yeah, I'm trying to give them an idea in our little county of you know how many people do we have in our county? About three hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. I don't even know how many in our county. Actually, it's pretty small because it's a yeah. huge county. Yeah. Well, it's one of the faster growing counties though in the state. Is it you know? So would you say that one person out of a thousand is a sex crime? Tough to say. It is because it depends. I mean, you have people that are looking up regular pornography at work, <laughs> and they're not supposed to be doing that, or like on a state computer or something. Is it always dudes? For the most part, is it mostly men that are the ones that are the dirty birds? Um, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, yeah. Between. Robberies, DWIs, domestic assaults, sexual assaults—things we would we would determine to be jail-worthy crimes. Mm-hmm. You have well over eight hundred to a thousand of those a month, about two fifty a week or more, depending on whether it was a holiday or not. So, if you have, uh, you know, let's just say we have three hundred thousand people in our community, and you have twelve thousand of those happen in a year, that's Quite we a ha- percentage. Between ca- so like right now, cases that we have, we're on generally, let's say, 4,500 cases since January 1st. Already. Already. That's not just criminal, though. Right. That's traffic. criminal, traffic, family, civil, probate. What percentage would be criminal of that? Half? Yeah. Half. So 2,200 yeah, me- since December. Or since January. Since January 1st. And that's only been about 10 weeks. Yeah. So if you were to pull that out, I'm close. I'm between twelve and 13,000. That's quite a few violent crimes or sex crimes happening in just our one county. Yeah. Um, DWIs, criminal sexual conducts, uh, some sort of a burglary. Those are the big... And drugs. Drugs are huge. See, that's boring. Drugs. What? It's pretty interesting. How many? uh, You can tell somebody who's on drugs. The second they come in, you can tell they're on drugs. And you're like, okay, you're here for drugs. What if they're a stoner? Does stoners still come into court anymore or no? You know, not really. I mean, unless, you know, unless they've got a ton of weed and they were selling it. But usually those people. Even then. Yeah. So it's mostly meth and heroin and. The really hard stuff. Yeah, those are fifth. That's fifth degree drugs. Mandatory jail stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Felonies. You know, I mean, you have a small amount of marijuana. It's a fucking petty misdemeanor. Here, in a lot of places, it's nothing. You, right. Well, no, that is nothing. That's a payable fine. It's not even considered a crime in the state of Minnesota. A a petty misdemeanor isn't. Hmm. So it just depends on where you're at, but. So you think that being a court clerk has significantly queered your opinion of being out in general public? Yeah. It's definitely made me look at people and, you know, people are liars a lot. It just makes me look at people differently. And I definitely Well, we lock our door in a very small town because you say that I would be surprised yeah. how many violent home invasions there are and thefts. Not necessarily violent, but yes, thefts. 
all of that. Robberies, it happens a lot more than people, I think. When we're arguing about it, you're more like it's they're violent, they're, they're rapes, they're murders. There's all these things that are happening, and I don't hear about it. They don't make the news. Not murders. There's a lot of things that don't make the news, yes. There's a lot of criminal sexual conducts. There's a lot of robberies that don't, you know, but... I mean, robbery doesn't have to mean the people are home. They can just break into your house and steal your shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, you know, I'm not trying to say like, mm, no. What I'm saying, though, is that I think more than your average person, I see a lot more things than I think people, I don't know how to how, how to say it. Well, you're basically trying to say that the general public is not aware of just yeah. how many crazy things happen in their little community right. and they never hear about it. And they it. don't hear about it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, this is the show you never listen to. This is how exciting it is to be on it. I know. You know, it makes me feel weird. Yeah, on um, a show you don't listen to. I know. It's, I know. I won't well, listen to it either. It was nice to have you. Well, thank you for having me. I was James Hamilton. I'm Holly Hamilton. Thanks for listening. Why don't you follow us on Twitter at When Life Attacks or Facebook When Life Attacks Podcast. Or you can look directly at our blog, which is whenlifeattackspodcast.com. Good morning. Can I take your order? Can I get a tall chai? A large black coffee. A what? Large black coffee. Do you mean a venti? No, I mean a large. He means a venti. Yeah, the biggest one you got. Venti is large. No, venti is 20. Danny. Yeah. Large is large. In fact, tall is large, and grande is Spanish for large. Venti's the only one that doesn't mean large. It's also the only one that's Italian. Congratulations, you're stupid in three languages. Look, Dick, Venti is a large coffee. Really? Says who? Fellini? How much is that? Here's a 10. Do you uh, accept lira, or is it all euros? You know what? Just keep the change.